This is Lori Koppelman. Thank you for joining us for the 28th episode of the Clutter Chronicles podcast, One Woman's Journey Through Stuff. This serial podcast is about helping others understand what it's like to be a recovering hoarder. And we need you, dear listener, to help us get the word out. Comment, subscribe, review, share, become a patron on patreon.com. You have lots of choices. I am so very grateful for any help and support. Last time, we talked about how things were going with Mary's space-loving spouse and the tricky dynamics involved with her stuff. In this conversation, Mary recognizes what her stuff has been doing to her, and the floodgates open. Mary, hi. Hello. We have been apart for a while now, and so got a lot to catch up on. I think we were just saying it's been probably almost a month since we've we've touched base. We've done some other things, and we'll get into that in a bit. Um, but we haven't been talking about your progress or lack of or wherever you're at with things. The last we met, we had just had Barbara over, and she was snatching up all your beautiful linens. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was 10 to 15 items that she bought, if I remember right. And um, and we chatted after that, but now you've had some time to process it since then. And I'm just curious, how, how, how was that for you after that day? Well, um, so it's kind of interesting. Uh, that day... I uh, I remember when she, and I may have talked about this before, but I remember when she was picking up the linens, I was saying to myself, I, it wasn't my knee-jerk reaction of, oh, I need to keep it, but there was still a panic somewhere deep inside. Mm-hmm. And it was, oh my gosh, I'm letting go of family heirloom. And um, I've met with my therapist since this time, and I was telling her about that, and it's kind of like this self imposed um, responsibility that I have. Like, this is the family's and I need to protect it. It's linen. Mm -hmm. It's not, like, worth a million dollars. But it was just something like, when that goes out, so does the memory and so does the family or something. I don't know what it is. So I still felt all that, even though I didn't have the added urge to want to keep it. So there's multiple layers of what I'm fighting. It's not just greed. It's not just, you know, um, you know, not wanting to part with something. It's complicated. Mm-hmm. And um, it's the, the, the story about the linens is growing up, um, there were things that my mother would use when we were in special occasions, and it was just kind of a special special feeling and I think I cherish that I cherish the old days kind mm-hmm. of feel and so they had a, a special meaning to me on multiple levels I keep saying multiple levels but I guess what I'm trying to get a point across is when I went nutty and went shopping at these estate sales, I was buying things like these linens. I was buying things like my mom's old jewelry box. 
she was still using her jewelry box, but I love that jewelry box. So when I found one like it, I had to buy one like it. Mm-hmm. And so it was almost, I had had these thoughts many times where it was almost like I was buying back my childhood. Mm-hmm. And then I had a realization around the time my mom was losing her memory and losing her identity that who's going to be around to tell me what's hers and what's not? And I better start letting go of these things that are similar. Or, um, there's, there's a better word for that, imposters, mm. um, before I mix them up with the family heirlooms. And, you know, with my mom's passing and my dad having it at the house, I would have these panic attacks because I knew, and I don't mean true panic attacks, but it was in my head of, I'm someday going to have to be in control of these. I'm going to have to be the steward of these, and now I really am. And I would leave them at my dad's house because I couldn't I couldn't fit one more thing in my house, and I wanted them to be safe. So then, um, about two years ago, my dad sold the house, so where does this stuff go? It goes into my garage. So, I would say that they have been a burden to me for at least, in the burden sense, the least 10, 15 years. They've been in the back of my mind of don't let anything happen to them. What are we going to do with them? What are they worth? Um, and this responsibility. Ugh. I know. And it, it was something that was I was gearing up towards. I was thinking that I was going to gain my momentum and my strength so that I got to that point, I could let him go, which is what I thought happened. So when I met Barbara at the sale that I was I was working at, she walked in. It was like a no-brainer. Here's a person that needs these. I need someone who needs these. Mm-hmm. I can't just blindly hand them to some some organization. I have to give them to a person. And there's a there's a part of me who recognizes this is a once in a lifetime thing and you better grab it. So that's what got me to call her, arrange it, um, go through the linens, go through the hard part, and bring it to her. And then when she handed when she when she started picking up the the linens, I could feel my heart just sink, and I was like, I don't believe I'm doing this. I'm betraying my family. I'm betraying my mom. I don't know what it is. It's this 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 thing and then I was panicking and I was looking at one of the prints and I'm like was that why my mom's side or my dad's side and she used to use that or did I remember that in a picture and then it was just this Mm. this converging of mixed memories of confusion and I remember thinking I mean we were recording and I remember thinking I need to squelch this Mm. I I can't I can't focus on this I want to be in the moment and she was ear to ear smiles and she I think bought like 21 22 items right I don't remember exactly and um I was quickly taking pictures with my phone because I was panicking I could feel myself panicking and I was taking pictures it's like it's not that she can't have them it's that I don't want to forget them and then I then I questioned myself did I make a mistake letting it go 
And as soon as someone else is interested in it, then it's, aha, Mary, you've made a mistake. Hmm. Because if they're interested in it, you should be interested in it. And it's, it's just this battle, just a terrible battle. So um, I was supposed to drive from here to another 20 minutes away and work at a client's home. And I text her, and she didn't respond, and I was glad because I was exhausted. My, I don't know how to explain it, but it was like motivation was was like seeping out of me, and I just wanted to go home. Mm-hmm. And on the way home, I ended up talking to a friend, um, a long conversation, and then I didn't get home till maybe two hours later, and I just felt beat up, and I went to bed. So I went to bed like seven o'clock. And I just remember feeling beat up. So the next day, I really wasn't myself. And then the following day, I was supposed to get up at 7 a.m. to go to this client's house. We were going to try it again. And um, I wake up, and uh, I'm fine. I think I even checked my email or something real quick. And I'm laying there in complete darkness. It's like 6 in the morning. And I feel this wave come over me. And if I could see it, I would say it was like a dark wave came over me. But I'm in the dark, so what do you see? Mm-hmm. And it was like, I don't know, it's like, think of like when you go into the ocean, you feel the, it, it starts at your legs and it just goes over you. That's what it was like. And it was this room spinning dizziness nausea and it engulfed me and I felt pinned to the bed and I I thought this is it I don't know what was going on but I'm dying right now and this is the this is like my life's never going to be the same I I can't even describe Uh. the terror that I was feeling and I um I I was trying to get up so I could go work. And I was like, well, maybe if I just get up. And I kept thinking, maybe I'm dehydrated. And I managed to get up to go to the bathroom, and I wanted to um, throw up, and I was nauseated, and I could barely go to the bathroom, and I crawled back into bed, and I, I said to my husband, something's wrong here. Something's really wrong here. And... Um, you know, he, he thought I was kidding or he thought I had the flu. He didn't really understand what it was right away. And, um, I tried to explain that just the mention of food made me want to puke. Mm. And I've never in my life felt like this. And I don't think this is the flu. And I had mustered up enough energy to, to search and the symptoms sound that sounded like dehydration. So he made me drink some water, and um, I passed out. I had text. I had enough time to text her to tell her I'm sick, and I passed out. And he went to the grocery store to get me some Gatorade and some soup and stuff and treat me like I was having the flu. And um, I woke up about the time he came back, and it was over. Hmm. And I thought, what on earth was that? And he comes into the room and he says, you're feeling better now? Yep. You don't feel dizzy anymore? Nope. Were you trying to get out of work? (laughs) (laughs) 
actually, I think the words was, was all this to get out of work? It was like a little, like, it took me right back to, mm-hmm. are you trying to get out of going to school? Mm-hmm. And um, I just said to him, I have no idea what that was. And he, he had just decided it was the flu. So I drank the Gatorade, I had soup, I slept some more, and I ended up working that night at my other job. And um, while talking to someone who she too has had panic attacks, she says to me, it sounds like a panic attack. And she says, it also sounds like you were dehydrated. And I thought back and I'm like, I wasn't eating when I was freaking out about the linens. Hmm. I wasn't functioning right. So time passes and I go to my, my therapist and she, she is pretty certain I had a panic attack. And what she thinks is just like I was describing the layers that act of letting go of those linens was like onions, layers and layers and layers of thoughts and um, apprehension and fear. And I had texted you saying, um, remind me to talk to you about this, but I wasn't planning to talk about all this that I just did. I was trying to get to this point. Um, Since surviving letting that linens go... I have opened the floodgates of letting things go. Hmm. And, or it has, I don't know. By doing, by participating, I guess I have. And um, whatever used to stop me seems to be have gone, uh, hmm. left. It's very interesting. Wow. So I would say note to self if I was the Terminator and I was going to go back in time to relive this again, I would say start with the hard stuff mm. because it has opened the floodgates. Oh man! And I wonder if it's a like it's it's you could liken it to just comparison of you think that's bad. <laughs> Try this, and you know your subconscious, your um, your whole body remembers when you've been through trauma. And that day of feeling so dizzy and so sick, I know, was related to the letting go of the linens. However, I participated in making it worse by not drinking or not taking care of myself. It was all interrelated. Mm -hmm. And I remember having a thought before going to bed that night, I'm not taking very good care of myself and I better watch it. Well, people die from dehydration. And I got a glimpse of what it would be like. It, it felt like my body was just shutting down. Wow. And it, it's kind of like, are you going to let your junk kill you? Because maybe it's not going to fall on me, but it's killing me. Mm. And it, it was just such a... Uh, <sighs> Coming from all angles, recognizing what this stuff is doing to me, and it it's it's been wonderful. So the the things that I have done, I've done faster than normal. I've parted with them faster. I might not even had to write them on a list. I still wrote some on the list because mm-hmm. it was fun, but it wasn't to write it. Because I'm grieving letting it go. So mm-hmm. there's a difference. Mm-hmm. And 
it was more like this is motivating to see how many items I can get out of the house versus, oh, I really don't want to let that go, but if I put it in this notebook, I'll, I'll remember it. And um, I, I, I'm so excited about it. I'm kind of shivering inside right now while I'm talking about it because it's like I'm on to something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Who would have thought? I mean, really. <laughs> I would have thought, and, and I've advised this, honestly, I've never worked with a hoarder in his or her home, but as I've talked to people about getting rid of stuff, I've said, you know, start where it's easy, mm-hmm. and then Absolutely. build up to right. it, and that works for me, mm-hmm. personally, mm-hmm. as I look at what I've got to get rid of, I don't dive into the worst. Right. Wow. You, you, um, I mean, you've been get ri- getting rid of things. Right. So my muscles are strengthened in that of let my letting go muscles. Yes, yes. You didn't. That wasn't your first step. Right. But you are not saving the worst for last. Right. By a long shot. Right. Doesn't sound like. And. Right. What a revelation, for oh, you. Yeah. Well, and it's almost kind of like, and I've talked about this imposed ending. It's like, well, you know, it's going to happen. So let's just do it now. You know, it, it it it's really interesting because it's putting it in the here and now of, yes, Mary, you're going to get rid of those linens along with that paperclip. It's it's the same deal, and it it's kind of like there's no um, pretending anymore, and a lot of this mm. holding on is pretending. Mm. Ooh, that's juicy. <laughs> Wow. Oh, that sounds miserable, and it sounds like it was worth it. I highly don't and and do recommend it. (laughs) Oh, wow. Um, Have you heard anything from Barbara? Has she sent you? You know what? I haven't, and um, maybe she thinks she got such a deal, she better just leave town. But, um... I have been gearing up to contact her again because she had mentioned that she likes buttons. And I have buttons. You have buttons. <laughs> Imagine that. Now, how many buttons? I don't how mean many? how many buttons, but mm-hmm. like a box full? Um, or I just have a few little... I I collected them, so I can't really say, but I would say if you were going to fill up you could, I could maybe fill up a tub of them, not individually, but like in little containers. Right. You know. Okay. Okay. Kind of here and there, stashed here and there. But it's kind of been the theme. I keep coming across buttons. Mm. And she had mentioned in the email. I said, "Was there anything else you look for?" You know, mm-hmm. while we're at it. Yeah. And um, she had said that, and I think blankets. Right. She's I uh, like uh, mm-hmm. wool wool blankets, yeah. which I probably have as well, and. Um, since then, since that, uh, since surviving that and opening the floodgates, I had another appointment with the um, vintage lady. Okay. And. And that's the pearl. Yeah, the gold, golden, golden pearl. pearl. Okay. And. Ooh, you did. Yeah, it was uh, two days after Christmas. I've never been so focused in my life. Our power kept going out on Christmas. The, hmm. the um, weather wouldn't allow us to go to his mother's on Christmas, so we postponed it for Monday, and I had the appointment for Tuesday. And I'm like, I am not changing this appointment! And so I literally put 
you know those headgear lamps you use when you <laughs> go fishing? Uh-huh. Yeah. I put one on, on and I kept plugging away, <laughs> darn nabbit. <laughs> oh, I love that image. Oh, it was so funny. You had every excuse in the book. I did. My husband wanted to go see a movie. He's like, let's get out of here. I'm like, no, I am getting this done, darn oh, nabbit. Man, I love it. So I um, plowed through that and I... Um, I can't remember how many items I got rid of. That seems like progress. That is. See, yeah, I didn't calculate, but she loved it. And we've already decided I need to call her. In fact, I'm, I'm supposed to be calling her about now to set up. She, she's ready for spring, and I got spring. Mm. And it's just oh, it's just so cool. Mm. So um, maybe I should consider the start with the hard stuff for spring. You know, there. I still do that gearing up, but mm-hmm. maybe if I really want to hurry this process up, that's what I have to do when I see her next. Is give her some stuff I'm still kind of not sure. What's the hard stuff for spring? Um, I have some purses, and I have a coach purse. It's vintage, mm. like you've never seen before. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it except for it's flat with handles with a little like coin purse pocket in the front. And it's all brown leather, and it's got a like a satiny in inside. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking it's from. Well, when did Coach start? I don't know. I don't know. So, early days of Coach. Oh, saying. early days of Coach. Mm-hmm. You won't find this mm-hmm. anywhere. Do I use it? No. So it's been. I've been hanging it out to remind me that I should go there. And I also went out in the garage to look for some vintage jewelry boxes, which is a whole other story. Um, After exhausting every crack and crevice of my house looking for these jewelry boxes, I went out there and got them and realized I had some things that I had set aside that said eBay on them. I'm like, yeah, like I'm really going to do that. So I pulled them. I'm going to bring those to her, too. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's like whatever... I used to use as an excuse to hold on to it. It's not uh, interest to me anymore. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't explain. It doesn't have a hold on me anymore. Mm-hmm. So floodgates have been yay, opened. Yay! Yay! So you went to her after Christmas, mm-hmm. and you said you don't know how many items, but like I made how almost two hundred dollars. Okay. Um, the house. The house. The the car was packed. Uh, I had my dad with me again. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> but I was like, Dad, we're not going to mess with this. I have to go to this appointment. Mm-hmm. So I kind of actually set it up where I couldn't back out of the appointment. And then when all these things kept coming, I was like, nope, I'm not going to. I get it all figured out. Mm. Which meant that I had to have the car loaded and ready at uh, 8 a.m. And then go to a couple things before actually going to that appointment, which I've never been that organized in my life. Wow. So nice. Ooh. Good results. Slaying the dragon. Yeah. <laughs> 200 bucks and yeah. she loved the stuff. Yeah. Any yep. treasures out of that to tell us um, about? I I'm trying to think in that grouping um I went digging into the other side, not just the clothing side, the other side and brought out a men's valet box. Mm. And she, I remember her opening it, seeing it first before opening it and going, hmm, that looks evil. <laughs> <laughs> and then she opened it up and realized what it was and loved it. Mm. And 
you know, I up until recently I would have been having a hard time parting with that. And um oh great uh great conquer. So there's these beautiful little sweater sets that you can get and you can also get these, you know, from the forties that are uh like a sweater and skirt knit. Mm-hmm. Um they're not uh cashmere but they could be. I don't know. They're they're but they're wool, they're beautiful, clingy. And I happened to find one somewhere in its box that it came in. Mm. And I think it was called like Lovelies or something. I forget what the name was. Something like Lovelies. I didn't even fret over it before bringing it over mm. to her. I barely, you know, put the things together. I had the box in one section and the, the the sweater set in another. And I just had to merge them when I got to the store. And it didn't bother me. I was mm. just like, I'm just trying to get these all in the same room so that you can... You can love them, and I had a couple sets, but one actually came in that box. And why I had them separated, I don't know. But I have been trying to get those two together <laughs> for at least ten years. So they Aww. came together at the store, and Aww. she she nabbed them. And I had some tiny little cashmere sweaters that she oohed and odd over, and I took pictures of her wearing a lot of the stuff. Mm, and, fun, yeah. Oh, good, yeah. yay! Yeah. Oh, you've got such a good connection yeah with her you've really been making connections throughout this yes well the key is letting go Mm -hmm. (laughs) i might have had these connections all along (laughs) (laughs) you're right (laughs) that is the key (laughs) yes and you've you've uh yeah something has switched for you it looks Mm -hmm. like sounds like Mm -hmm. are you noticing space in your house i am you are yep and um I kind of stage things for the next thing, and now I have um, a pile of boxes that are of books, and I'm trying to get them to the Hennepin County Library before um, their sale. Okay. Um, I think it's this weekend, so I may have missed it, but there's another one coming, which means they'll still take them, and that's at a different uh, library that's actually closer to me. But I'm gearing up. Mm. And so it's this staging on the landing of the, you know, upstairs right by, in between all the rooms, and it, it's, it's like, it's there to annoy me until I get rid of it. Mm-hmm. And it may, I have that and one more major drop-off to this other gal, and then um, I think that that staging place might not be needed anymore. That would be nice. Especially for my husband. Because mm-hmm. that's right outside your bedroom. Yeah. Right where you really uh, would walk a lot. I just recently was able to group everything and prep it for the next project downstairs and clear off the bed in the bedroom downstairs enough for me to at least use it for sorting Mm -hmm. so that I don't... What I've typically been doing is during the day I use the bed upstairs for sorting and then I have to take it all down to go to bed. So this way I can make the piles and work on them and leave them and no one's it's not bugging anybody. Right. So I'm actually starting to reclaim that room. Mhm. Yay. It's huge. Oh. <laughs> yes, well, your you words. St- <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't get through one without someone abusing it, huh? Yeah. Now you're just poking fun at yeah, me. <laughs> sorry. You were going to say something and I made you forget it. Um 
You did. Oh, well, I have another question ready. Um, I know you had texted me because we text a little bit in between our conversations that you had given 13 boxes of Mm -hmm. um, scrap material. What it is is um, there's there's a ministry which helps people who are destitute who come in and pick what they need. So they'll... Um, oh, this isn't the scrap material. No, it is also there. I oh, just they're... didn't realize they did all okay, this. Okay. I did, but I didn't read it in depth until recently. And so if they need kitchen wares, they can pick from the kitchen section. If they need clothing, they can choose from the clothing. But they also, the same group, will take things that are unusable, like T-shirts, and make baby diapers out of them. Right. And then they'll take scraps and um, scrap bedding and make um, dog beds out of them if they're if that's what it turns into like the last resort Mm -hmm. they take um, towels cut them up and turn them into washcloths and then um, they also quilt like they do cute really cute stuff so they use they do stuff that are pretty you know um rudimental, I guess. Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Not very pretty. Mm -hmm. Functional. Mm -hmm. Um, But they also have like a sale that brings in money so they'll make things out of this stuff and resell it. So you can't go wrong what you give them. And when I brought them to her, I just said, if there's anything in this grouping that you can't do anything with and you want to throw it out let me know i'd first want to know so i don't give it to you again and second i have a place that will take it that will turn it into oil spill cleanup and um i had bedding i had sheets i had towels t-shirts um socks mismatched gloves um anything you could think of that you would normally just chuck Mm -hmm. they wanted i mean it has to be clean and um, my dog had recently passed away. I, I gave her all the blankets that he used to use because our current dog doesn't use them. And it's a use it or lose it right now. And we don't use it, so we got to lose it. Mm. And um, pillows, I wash the pillows, but they want pillows. Even They don't care what they look like. And I gave her, and I wrote this down, 367 items. Wow. Okay, you counted them. I did. <laughs> I had to because it was too fun. Yeah, wow, that's great. Thanks that's so that's, much. That's actually an estimate because some of it I didn't really count every little thing. Mm-hmm. But that's a lot in that 14 boxes, and I got oh. it all in the car. And I I had called her the night before. I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to pull it off. And then I, 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 I don't know how to explain it, but it's like... You dread it, you dread it, you dread it, you dread it, and then you panic because you think, oh my gosh, I don't want to be with these boxes anymore, and it's one more weekend. And somehow knowing the weekend's coming makes me want to get it done so we have the freedom over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And so I called her, and she said, well, there's a, one little window of opportunity in the morning, otherwise we'll have to wait till Monday. And I'm like, oh, I can't wait till Monday. i got to get these out. So I called her at 8 a.m. Monday and was to her house by 8.30, and then she called me later that day to tell me that they were on such a motivation that they opened up all the boxes, processed them, resorted them, got them all gathered again, and then delivered them by 10.30 that morning. Oh, wow. Oh, 
How satisfying is that? That's awesome. And they were so excited to get the stuff. Oh. They were waiting for it. Because otherwise they have to go out and buy it. Oh, Mary. So it, it was so awesome. And the only thing she couldn't do anything with were these rag rugs. So oh, she's, my gosh. You're bringing them, she's saving them for me to bring them to the oil spill. <laughs> out of 370 plus. That's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, nice. Wow. Wow. I know. And now I'm gearing up to bring her more. Mm. That's excellent. Well, we have had a good chat of getting caught up. There's probably more things to catch up on, but I'm going to wrap that up, or this conversation up. Very good. Until next time. <laughs> good chatting, Mary. All right. And that ends today's Chronicle. Wasn't it fun to hear that Mary's letting go muscles are getting stronger? But she's only able to do that because she's doing the work of healing, seeing her therapist, facing the dragons. If you are so inclined, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Cluttercron. We love hearing from you. Thank you to Brother Michael for his gorgeous music. Find him on lowlife.com, L-O-L-I-F-E dot com. Stay tuned to find out what happens next on Clutter Chronicles.